it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11, 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of The Standard is The Standard. My name is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. With me as always, Lance Williams. How's it going, Lance? What's happening, everybody? I'm doing fantastic. Training camp is open, so it's time to rock, baby. It's time to rock. It's hard to believe. It feels like just the other day the season ended, and now we're right back in the swing of things. That's the way it works in the NFL. There is no offseason. So here we go. Let's get right into it. Now, If depending on when you're listening to this show or watching it on YouTube, the Steelers had their first real day of training camp today. They reported Wednesday, which was yesterday. We're recording this Thursday night. They were without pads. They can't practice in pads until Saturday, I believe. But they were out on the field playing football. And there were some news and notes to mention. I'm going to talk about a couple of those. The first thing that that was really talked about a lot was that Ben Roethlisberger is slimmer. And this is a little bit different than what we've seen in the past. Some people say that he's in the best shape of his life. Well, I guess he actually met with a nutritionist. Um, He cut out carbohydrates and sugars at his diet. He worked out more than he only did. And the one thing I keep on thinking to myself, and Lance knows I'm a fitness guy. I'm a former personal trainer. Is It took him 15 freaking years to realize this. I mean, come on. But still, they said he looks good. 
He's trying to take weight off his knees. Again, I'm not sure why he didn't do this earlier in his career, but I guess that's a good that's a good sign, right, Lance? I mean, the fact that Roethlisberger's at least taking it serious now, better now than never. Well, getting in shape is never a bad thing. I mean, you being a former fitness trainer, I mean, you'll attest to that. So it's not a bad thing. You're getting older, taking care of your body, trying to get every nickel out of that last contract. If that motivates you to do it, then so be it. However, hopefully having less body fat will help you read coverages better <laughs> in the red zone. And dare I say, he's more fit than Tom Brady when we saw that picture uh, yeah. from a couple weeks that. ago. So, so he's not doing the TB12 method. <laughs> TB12 got him, Giselle. I'm not saying anything about Tom Brady. So we're yes, it, it, it works. It works. <laughs> okay. Other news and notes, um, uh, and actually football-related and not really a surprise to me, but Tyler Matikavich was with the ones as the inside linebacker position next to Vince Williams. Um, the safety tandem was Sean Davis at free safety with Morgan Burnett at strong safety. Um, and James Conner was the starting running back with Le'Veon Bell, obviously absent from training camp practices. Other than that, there really wasn't a lot of news today. Artie Burns did have a pick six of Ben Roethlisberger. Poorly thrown ball, but hey, he caught the ball. That's more than Ike Taylor used to do. And um, those two, Antonio Brown and, and Artie Burns, have already started battling. I, I, I have to think that's only going to help, right, Lance? I mean, it can only make that's, you better going against Antonio Brown. That's what you say, or it could discourage you because you're getting roasted every day. But what about the uh, – does that sound like a tag team, like Red Williams, the inside linebackers? Williams and Red, Williams and Manikovich throws him off the top rope with the suplex. Williams and huh. Williams and Matikavich sounds like a law firm. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. Have, and I swear I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a law firm after saying something on one of these shows. That's my goal. <laughs> Say something and get a lot have a legal team represent me or something. I'm just aiming for it. That's my goal this year. Yeah. So uh, it, but like I said today, uh Roethlisberger met with the media. So that was the big focus. He talked about everything from James Harrison's comments to um, maybe on Bell not being there. And it was all status quo stuff, folks. I mean, we'll have the interview on the website tomorrow morning, but there was nothing telling. There, there was no breaking news from this interview. And you didn't hear much about like rookies or anything like that. The offense did win the seven shots, which is what Mike Tomlin does at the beginning of every practice. Uh, they put the ball, I believe, at the 10-yard line, and you get seven tries. There's you one play to score or to stop them. And the, and the offense won four to three. Landry Jones hit James Washington, who we're going to be talking about here in a second, uh, with a touchdown. So um, there's your news and notes. Let's get right into things, Lance. The true or false game that we did last week was a big hit. A lot of people liked it, uh, especially on the website where we did our little polls, and I didn't get to do that this week. We're going to do it for next week. So we're going to do it again. Uh, we're going to do true or false. There's going to be a statement, and then we are going to say whether that statement is true <laughs> or false. Okay? I got it wrong. I kind of got it wrong last week, but, Lance, I, but I understand yeah, now. Yes. I understand. Uh, okay. I'm a teacher too, so we have to understand that. Uh, so, Lance, it, it, you can't say a question and say it's true or it's a statement. So, here we go. The first one is we just talked about Tyler Medikavich. The statement is John Bostic, free agent acquisition from the Indianapolis Colts, will beat out Tyler Matikavich for that inside linebacker position alongside Vince Williams. True or false? Go. I think it's going to be true. 
I, I think that Red, Big Red, has the advantage because he knows defense. He's familiar with the scheme. He's familiar with Vince Williams. He's familiar with other players in the scheme and how they operate. Not the most athletically gifted guy. And because of that, I think that the coaching staff will be willing to allow Bostic to make some mistakes because he's the more physical and more athletic player. Because I, I, I typically do a rewatch of the previous season. And, and the one thing I came away with, and I've gotten to the first five games, and the game that stood out to me the most in those first five was the Raven game. And just how many plays that Ryan Shazier made to win that game. And I just came away thinking they're not going to replace that guy. They're going to have to do it with multiple guys. And those guys are going to have to be physical and fast to be able to make those plays. And I think Bostic is just the more physical, physically talented, more physically gifted player. And I think that will win out. So I think true uh, uh, Bostic will start. I agree with you. True. John Bostic will start and the, the only thing that Matikiewicz has on Bostic, and you said this, is that he knows the defense better. That's it. There's no other category that I think he is truly better than Bostic. And if you watch Bostic's film, Bostic gets to the football. He runs downhill. He's a very good tackler. Pro Football Focus pointed that out. He had one of the highest inside linebacker grades in terms of tackling percentage last year. Um I think that he is the better fit. It's just going to take some time. And like you said, the, the coaching staff is going to have to have a little leeway there. And Matikiewicz would still be a good depth piece behind both Williams and Bostic. So I, I think that's the way they should go. Whether they will, we'll see. All right, moving on. Go ahead. Do you want to say anything? Let me add, let me add one more note to that. If you guys remember last year that Matikiewicz made the outstanding play to block the punt to set up the touchdown against the Browns. So – I think if you take him off those special teams units, maybe you weaken those units as well. So you keep him there where I think he has a greater impact on the football team as a whole. Then you put him in a position where he may be a fish out of water per se as a starter, having being forced to make plays in big time situations. So I think maybe you would weaken your team if you start him and take him off of specials. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Very bad. It's so hot outside. Time to go bowling. Stay cool at Bolero. With air-conditioned lanes, ice-cold beer, and a striking selection of signature cocktails. Roll in, chill out, and have fun. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. All right, next one. James Washington, the rookie wide receiver out of Oklahoma State, will be the starting slot wide receiver in week one. True or false? I'm going to say false. Okay. Now, am I correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. Eli Rogers did start on the pup list. He is on the pup list, but he did sign that one-year deal on Wednesday. So I'm assuming if he signed the one-year deal that they're being cautious by putting him on the pup list. And for the reasons that we talked about why Matikiewicz might have an opportunity to be Bostic out as a starting inside linebacker are the reasons why I think Eli Rogers will start in the slot. I think when you play slot receiver, you have to be on the same page as the quarterback. I think Washington is the more physically talented and gifted player. From his tape in college, you see his ability to high point the football and get deep. But I think as a slot wide receiver, you have to be on page and your quarterback has to be comfortable with where you're going to go and be. And he has to know it. 
and he has to, and, and those are tight snap throws. And I think because of the comfort level between Rodgers and Ben Roethlisberger, I think Eli Rodgers will be the starter in the slot. I am too going to say false, but for a completely different reason. And that's because I think he is going to be the starting, uh, I don't know if you call it the Y, X, Y, Z, one of those receiver <laughs> positions out there, whatever. He's going to start outside. He's not going to be a slot guy. He could play the slot, but that's not why they drafted him. Juju Smith-Schuster is going to start in the slot. Antonio Brown's going to be on one side, and James Washington is going to be on the other. Eli Rogers is nothing but a depth piece, um, and that goes with Marcus Tucker if he wins the job or whoever else you want to talk about. I think that James Washington is going to be a starter in week one, but it's not going to be in the slot, which was the statement. It's going to be on the outside. Like you said, he's a deep threat. He high points the ball well. He wouldn't, Juju Smith-Schuster already has that connection with Roethlisberger, even only after one season. And that's where he loves to play. He said this in the offseason. He loves the slot. He loves the physicality of it. He loves decleating Vontez Perfect. So why take him out, out of there if that's where he could really do some damage? So that's what I think. You agree or disagree? That's a great point. That's a great point. I think that point is more valid than the one I brought up. But but since you talked about being a teacher, I'm going to teach you. <laughs> yeah, Hig, please tell me the position. <laughs> and the audience, very simply, and I taught my brother about it. Simply, when you look at the alphabet, you look at the letters X, Y, and Z. Where is Z? It's in between X and Z, correct? Uh, y is between X and Z. Exactly. Why <laughs> I said it wrong. Y is in between X and Z. That's how you remember it. X and Z are on the outside. Y is on the inside. That's right. it. That's okay. the easiest way to remember it. X, That's Y, pretty Z. It's right. pretty easy. Gotcha. Well, hey, you learn something every day, folks. But, hey, we both think – I think James Washington will play in week one. I think he's that good. And I think that – I think – and this is going to lead us into our next one, which we kind of – I think we're going to have a – a disagreement on this. Um, I think he can replace what Martavis Bryant did in 2017. I thought Martavis Bryant had a crappy 2017, and he was nothing more until I can think of a few games where he actually showed up on tape. And then when he did, we're talking one or two plays. That's it. He was a distraction. He was someone that would take the defense away from Antonio Brown. I think James Washington could do that. It's not going to be immediate, but eventually I think he could. So that's the next statement is Martavis Bryant's time in Pittsburgh was overall a bust. True or false? I'm going to say false. And, and I'm going to use a player who I have coined El Busto. <laughs> Jarvis Jones. The reason why he was not a bust, one, you have to take into account of his draft grade. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was a third-round draft pick. Now, fourth. Dra- fourth-round draft pick. Fourth-round draft picks obviously don't come with the level of expectation of first-rounders. So you have that there. Secondly, if I'm not mistaken, Jones did not get 10 sacks in his Steeler career. I'm going to say like seven. Yeah. First-round draft pick. Seven sacks. That's a bust. What Martavis Bryant was, was a disappointment because he was a guy that did average close to what, 20 yards per catch as a rookie? Yep. I mean, that's, that's high level production. I mean, people won't do that. Jarvis Jones, at no point in his NFL career, ever flashed the potential 
to where a team would keep you on the roster after all of the numbskull sucker move stuff that Martavis Bryant did over the course of his career with the Steelers. So given the patience that they showed him, given his production as a rookie, he was not a bust. He was just unfortunately a knucklehead and a disappointment. Yeah, I you're you're exactly right. The, the, when you put it that way, and it, we're not comparing Jarvis Jones to Martavis Bryant for the listeners out there. We are just using El Busto as an example, and then comparing Martavis Bryant to that right. example. And you're right, disappointment. You hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what the word I had in my mind. Because if you think back to his rookie season, he wasn't even getting on the field until about week six or seven. It might have even been later than that. And that's when he exploded to that 19 yards per catch, and he had all those touchdowns. And then, you know, you have the suspensions, and when he came back from the year-long suspension, I'm sorry, I, when I watched the tape from last year, and like I said, I mean, he had a good game in the playoffs against Jacksonville. I think about the touchdown he scored against Minnesota on the crossing route. There were just so many miscues, and he and Roethlisberger were on the same page, and you have all that stuff with – Instagram and, and the comment about Juju and he was suspended for the Lions game prior to the bye. Really, really disappointing. Um, I hope that he gets his act together uh, because I think he is an extremely talented individual, but a disappointment, that's a good word. It's a good word to use there. So Martavis Bryan, it, it, there was rumors this offseason he was going to get suspended again. Hasn't been anything mentioned to him. I think he did report to Raiders camp, so we'll see how that pans out. Um, anything else to add on Martavis or Lance before we move on? You know, just the last thing on Jarvis Jones and, and talking about the question is, you know, from my understanding, Jarvis Jones is not on a roster. And, you know, Martavis Bryant, I mean, this is a guy that potentially one pop and you're gone for a year and you, you're in, uh, you know, uh, the wide receiver Gordon territory up in Cleveland where, you know, you're petitioning the commissioner to get back in the league, and they still traded him for what was it? What was the trade? Fourth rounder, third, third rounder, third rounder. They actually got one higher than what they drafted him. So, so they got a third rounder. He he gained in draft value on a guy that's had a ton of problems. That shows you that the NFL feels that his physical characteristics are still rare and rare enough that. If he turns the mental stuff around, that he could be a productive player in a league of which Jarvis Jones never was. I mean, think about this. And I wrote this article shortly after the NFL draft, and I was ridiculed for it for a lot of reasons. And all those people that did that can shut up. But anyways, they <laughs> traded Martavis Bryant. Thank you, John Gruden, for a third-round draft pick. That third-round draft pick was then traded to get Mason Rudolph. So in my mind... You basically traded Martavis Bryant and could have possibly gotten your next franchise quarterback. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying that you could. This was the first quarterback drafted in the Ben Roethlisberger era that people are saying he could be the next one. You know? Yeah, I mean, you can't, you think you about, can't put a value on that. Yeah, yeah you're right. You think about all those quarterbacks that were drafted, like Brian St. Pierre and Dennis Dixon and um, you could even go <laughs> Joshua Dobbs and all these guys, Landry Jones. No one ever said this could be the next guy in Pittsburgh. This is the first time that this has happened. And so I look at that and think, man, think about that. If Martavis Bryant just flames out figuratively and literally, and then 
Mason Rudolph comes to Pittsburgh via that draft pick, that's crazy. And that happens in the NFL. It, it does. Yeah, you know, take two and pass. <laughs> yeah. Pass the Okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of Mason Rudolph, the next one's about him. The statement is Mason Rudolph will be the Steelers' primary backup quarterback in 2018. True or false? You made some good points last week about, you know, if Ben suffered an injury, that it's time to play Mason Rudolph. It's time to play the rookie. Uh, I'm going to answer false. Unless he is extremely smart, extremely bright, because you got to, you got to also take into account that the quarterback, you know, he sent off two salvos across the bow weeks ago about how it wasn't his job to get the kid prepared how quickly is he going to grasp the offense? I mean, Ben's a selfish guy. I'm just going to go on record in saying that. He's made enough statements for us to all know he's a selfish guy. And I don't know if he's going to be teaching the kid and getting the kid ready. So I think from that perspective, I just think the kid is not going to grasp enough of the offense to be the primary backup because I think it's going to be his job to get Ben ready. And I just think Ben is not going to mentor and tutor the guy to be the next heir apparent. I think he's made that perfectly clear and maybe he's gotten motivated by, uh, by the kid because he's now skinny Ben. So that may be further evidence. The fact that Ben feels it's competition mode. Look, I'm the, I'm the guy here. I'm the alpha male. You sit in the back, put the dunce cap on, shut up, get me coffee. So I, I, I just don't think there's going to be an environment for the kid to pick it up quick enough and learn enough to be that number two guy. So I'm going to say false. It'll be Landry Jones, the guy you and Steeler Nation love to hate. Well, he sucks. So, but I'm going to say false as well. Okay, I'm going to say false as well. But there's going to be a caveat. And it's the same caveat I brought up last week, and that is it depends on what transpires that leads them to have to get a backup quarterback. If Ben Roethlisberger goes out in week one and gets rolled up on and it's an ankle, he's out for two to three weeks, Landry Jones is your guy. Because Landry Jones could potentially win you two or three games with the talent that's around him. That's just fact. If Ben Roethlisberger gets rolled up on, tears an ACL, MCL, PCL, his whole knee is just shot, and he's done for the year, that's when I say, you play, you play Mason Rudolph. I think Mason Rudolph is smart enough. I think he has the moxie needed to go into the huddle and not bumble around with the verbiage. He knows how to lead. He's a good quarterback. He has his warts, just like all those rookies do. But I think he's capable of winning you football games with the talent that the Steelers have. So again, I think it's false that Landry Jones will be the number two when they leave camp and go into week one. And that's because... For some ungodly reason, they trust that guy. I wouldn't trust him to save my life. But anyways, um, I think that if, if Ben Roethlisberger's lost for the season, then they should definitely go by the way of Mason Rudolph. That's let me add, let me add something briefly to that. I, first of all, I love the word moxie. Yes. You know the reason why I love the word moxie? Because moxie means whatever the hell it means to <laughs> whoever says it. Moxie is whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter he's got moxie what does moxie mean he just has it yeah. so, he, 
So Moxie is typically followed by it, that it factor. I'm like, what the hell is that? Hey, Moxie. But to your point about Ben suffering an injury, it, it'll, it'll depend on when. Because if they're late in the season and they're in a playoff stretch drive, let's say they're week 10 and they're in the mix. Let's say they're week 10, they're seven and three. You know, Baltimore's five and three and they got like six games to go. But they're still in first place in division and they have an opportunity to still get a seed or whatever that stuff. They'll still throw Landry Jones out there. It it depends on, you know, it's early in the season. If Ben takes a catastrophic injury week four, I could see your scenario playing out where they play in the next 12. It's and, a competition early, and then he'll, he'll, he'll get the job. And a lot of this is going to be predicated on the preseason. And that's why, for the first time in a long time, I am actually – I'm not – excited is not the word. But no, maybe, I'm not. Hold on. Stop for a second. <laughs> there's a reason why I actually am thinking it – oh, this preseason game, there's actually something that I am interested in watching. I don't care about the outcome, but I do want to see – how Mason Rudolph looks. I know how Mike Tomlin's already going to do it. The first two weeks, Landry Jones is going to play the first quarter, and then he'll play Joshua Dobbs in week one for the second and part of the third, and then he'll play Mason Rudolph in the rest of the way. And then in week two, they'll flip him. Landry will play a quarter, and then he'll play Mason Rudolph, and then it's just how he's going to do it. I guarantee you that's how Mike Tomlin handles the situation. But I want to see... How he handles that? How does he throw the football? Does he look comfortable? Does he look lost? I mean, when Joshua Dobbs went into the game, I think it was against the Giants last year in week one of the preseason, he looked like a chicken running around with his head cut off. And I remember thinking, holy crap, this guy's lost. I don't want to see that with Mason Rudolph because if I do, then that means that all this talk, all this hype was for naught because he's not even close to ready. Hey, listeners. Don't let don't let the boyish looks fool you. Jeff's lying. Jeff's lying his ass off. <laughs> Jeff is not watching the second half of any of any. I have to. I have, to. I have to. It's part of my job. I have to write the recaps. I can't just make it up. He's uh, Jeff's going to pull the writers. How'd you guys <laughs> think about the second half? Jeff's got five kids. I'm going to tell you the one yeah. thing Jeff is not doing: watching the second half of a preseason game, especially week four. I had to tell on you, Jeff. Come on, man. We're an honest program. We're an honest program. I'm going to tell you, he's not watching it, listeners. He's not. (laughs) We are an honest program. If that's a true or false statement, your statement is false. I do watch them because I have to watch them. If I didn't have to watch them, I wouldn't watch them. Anyways, I digress. I do have five kids, by the way, and they are crazy. But last one, true or false. Um, Terrell Edmonds. No one's talking about this guy. Let's be honest. I haven't seen. He just signed his contract on Wednesday. Terrell Edmonds, number one draft pick, Virginia Tech safety. Terrell Edmonds will start in some way, shape, or form in week one, true or false? This is an interesting one. And I asked a question. It's kind of a T slash F. Because who else are they going to play at safety if they play dime? Well, listen, if they play dime and they're throwing an extra safety on the field, you know, if they play so if they play with two safeties, they play with two safeties in their dime and three corners. Right. And then they play with Hilton Burns, Hayden, and they play with Burnett, um Davis, Davis and, and uh and the rookie Edmonds. You know, if they play dime, if they go that. 
And they might go with that instead of four corners and two safeties. So he, Cam Sutton, people have always said that he could potentially go to safety, and he knows the defense. You know, I don't think he'll be a starter, so false. He will not start. He will not start in base. But I think he's going to play, if what they're saying is true, that they're going to play, you know, a significant amount of, of dime, I think he's going to get enough reps in dime where he can be a slash. You see my hand? Slash. Slash starter. Try to put slash. There's the slash. <laughs> slash. Slash starter. Can you please not say that because it reminds me of Cordell Stewart. Again, that just yes, brings back a, bad memories. So don't bring – say he's a sub-package specialist. A, a sub-package specialist. More so, than slash because it's, slash – It's an F with a slight T. Okay. I'm going to say false. He is going to be a sub-package specialist, and he's probably going to see anywhere from – I'll say on average 10 snaps a game. What do you think about that? I hope for their sake, he's better than a 10 snap guy. Because I think they need a banger back there. They need a banger. They, they need a physical presence in that secondary to light some guys up. They need a banger. That, that's what I'd like to see. If he's coming downhill, particularly in the run game, and banging light and running backs up and being really good in run fits and sound in that way, and just being a physical presence back there and banging some guys, I, I think they need that. They, need, I think they need a dynamic playmaker on that back end. I like Hayden, but the secondary overall, eh, eh it's like going to Applebee's. Eh, look at the chicken, the, the Chinese chicken salad. Yeah, yeah. You want to go to Applebee's? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's what their secondary is right now. Yeah. Well, so I, th- okay. I think they need that guy to be a presence. All right. Hopefully. Okay. So, like I said, I don't know what he's even going to look like on the field. He could surprise the heck out of everyone and be really well prepared and look like he fits that mold that we're talking about. Or he could be another guy where you're thinking, man, this guy was a first round draft pick. Like, are you serious? And we'll see. Time will tell. And as training camp rolls on, especially when they get the pads on, you'll really start to see some of that. Now, we're going to abandon the true or false here for a second. Uh, We'll probably pick that up again next week. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event, even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. I want to talk with Lance, especially about the players as they arrive to training camp on Wednesday, because I've said openly, I think the first article that I ever wrote for behind the steel curtain.com well before I was the editor was about how I didn't like Brett Kiesel rolling into town on a tractor (laughs) 
and James Harrison coming either in a smart car or a fire truck. It's can't you just show up to work and show up to work? You know, just you don't have to have the fanfare all the time. And um, it seems like this year, other than two players, that's exactly what happened. All the media that were there said that they it was very mundane compared to past years. Um, but Antonio Brown dropped in in a helicopter, and Vince Williams in his Stone Cold Steve Austin Austin three sixteen vest and jean shorts and suit and heavyweight belt came rolling through. Lance, I want to know what your take is on those individuals. Well, first of all, after the ass whooping they took against the Jags, they better be low key. There, there's no stomping in the camp after that ass whooping. So <laughs> there, yeah. there wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Everyone <laughs> said that there was no, there was none of that other than those two players. So hopefully they came in humbled, but humility. And Antonio Brown, A.B., do not go hand in hand. But A.B. should take a lesson from Vince Williams, Vidi Vidi Vici. Less is more. And the Stone Cold was great. You know, typically I I don't subscribe to the NFJ, uh, the No Fun Jeff League. I I don't subscribe to that typically. (laughs) Have fun. I mean, you're getting hit in the head by guys running 4-2, hitting you with the size of, you know, a smart car hitting you. Have some fun. But I, I, I like the Vince. I, I, I like the Vince. I thought Stone Cold was a terrible wrestler. I'm more of a woo, woo, Ric Flair fan, you know, Space Mountain. You know, I'm more of a Ricky Flair guy. Never was a Hogan guy. Hogan sucked, too. But, you know, you know I thought he should have came in a Ric Flair. You know, come in a robe, put on a blonde wig, and strut in like Ric Flair. But I, but I, I, I love the Vince Stone Cold over the top. Uh, hopefully, he can hit somebody, and he shouldn't have come in with the championship belt though, because I think that's in Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville swiped it off of him when Leonard Fournette was trucking him in that game. But, but, but as a as a theme and a costume, I, I, I'm down with Vince. I think he sold it. Antonio, the helicopter, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, he, he should have just jumped out of a plane with a parachute and maybe did that. And I would have been impressed with an AB and his autograph on the parachute. Yes. I would have loved that. That's next year. That's next year. That's what he's doing next year. He's going to jump out yeah. of the airplane. Don't doubt it. Oh, I'm, I'm not surprised. You know, I, you bring up wrestling and the wrestlers and stuff. And hey, I love Ric Flair. I grew up watching the Four Horsemen and all those guys, Arn Anderson from the WCW. Um, but how can you hate on Hogan and, and the, the legends of wrestling? I mean, uh, I love Stone Cold. Hey, I pictured you as a rock. The rock. I mean, you know, you had that no. no, no, oh, Ric Flair. Nobody sold a match like Ric Flair. You got to remember, Jeff, I'm, I'm a 70s baby. So I know you are. I, I was watching Rick do 60 minute matches, man. Starcade. You, know, you know, him and Ricky, wasn't it? You know, him and Ricky Steamboat, 60 oh, minute match, Lord. blood, sweat, and tears, man. That's why the, the WCW chopper sucked. Across the chest? That's why the WCW sucked. Just saying. Yeah, I, I, you know, I wasn't a WWE or WWF. I, I, nah, man. I wasn't down with Vince McMahon. Nah, man. Ric Flair. Woo. Uh, all right. Tully, uh, well, Tully Blanchard? Woo! 
this discussion has gone sideways on for more ways than one. Uh, we'll save our, our our professional wrestling talk for our other podcasts, uh, Inside the Ropes, which doesn't exist, but maybe it will now. Um, so, so Lance, I'm going to give you your soapbox if you want it uh, before we go off the air here for this episode, and we'll be back next week. But go ahead, Lance. What do you want to say? If listeners saw the article on ESPN, I'm, probably, I'm sure the article was everywhere. It was about Mike Tomlin's response to James Harrison's comments. Read between the lines, listeners. He said that it was soap opera drama, more of that stuff that's just for you guys. But what he didn't say and what wasn't stated was he read it. He absolutely read it. He absolutely heard all the comments. And if it wasn't what he says, if it's just soap opera drama stuff, trust me, listeners, with camp coming on and camp coming up, there's enough stuff for him to do to have not heard it. But he heard it and he took some time to digest it and listen to it. And that tells you it meant a lot. So it's not what was said. It what it's what wasn't said. He paid attention. He definitely paid attention. So that's interesting for Mike Tomlin to reveal that because typically he wouldn't say that he heard it or anything. And he heard it. And I think because he heard it, it resonated. Aren't you reading into that a little too much? No, it's science. This is chess, not checkers. Oh my gosh. This is chess. <laughs> This is chess. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm, I'll say that I thought he responded well. Very Tomlin fashion. He's going to nip it in the bud. Get it over. The, yeah, he had to hear about it. I mean, he's a human being. And there wasn't a media outlet that wasn't talking about it. But I don't think it resonated with him. I don't think he's going to change the way he coaches. Um, just like Bill Belichick's not going to change the way he coaches because his former wide receiver went down to Miami and is talking about how great Adam Gase is because he's one of the guys and they're too too strict and too disciplined in New England. So, and it's what it is. Oh, well. Yeah, it is. Here we go. Here we go, baby. So, hey, next Thursday, we should be back on, hopefully having a little bit more meat to talk about. In yeah, a little bit of something. The news and notes, and we'll get that to you. But, hey, check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. The Cam Confidential, all our series are, is still going on, probably for the next two days. already have 10 pieces. This isn't your news. This is your features, uh, commentary. already have 10 of those, and it's right there on the front page. Go check it out. Well worth your time. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. Hey, on YouTube, BTSC Steelers Radio. Follow us, subscribe, give us a like, comment. We have a little community there. Nice little discussion sometimes. Lance, as always, thanks for your time. We'll see you next time. All right. Peace. When it rains, hit the lakes. Experience the best in weatherproof fun at Bolero. Bowl, play games, and treat your taste buds to Bolero's signature menu. Don't get wet, go bowling. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, 
maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.